Welcome, welcome, welcome to Entertainment Exchange. You already know who it is. Oh gosh. It's your boy Wayne, the hat trick Wizzy Webb back on the mic. You can take that to your grave. I am. We said that last put week. It, put it on my tombstone. All right. David, what's your name? My name is David Johnson. <laughs> okay. Even though I just said it. Yes. And we have a special guest with us today, this week. Who are you? Hi, I'm Shannon Bates, and I'm happy to be here with y'all. Woo! <laughs> I like that excitement. We'll get into more about who our guest is, but before we begin, we got to talk about unfortunate things, like always. Yeah. Um, today, two day, I think it was two days ago, yesterday, there was a terrorist attack in New York. Did you guys hear about it? Yes, unfortunately. So, uh, a man drove a truck into this group of people bicycling and just ran him over. Granted, that's sad. What makes it even sadder, which makes it worse, is that the group of people that were like ran over, it was like a group of uh, Argentinians who mm-hmm. were like on a reunion. And so like six out of the ten of them died. Wow. And so there's like oh, pictures yeah. of them meeting at the, like, the airport and they have all the matching shirts and six or seven of them died. Which yeah. makes it ten, you know what I'm saying, which makes that even worse. Um, so ultimately, eight people were killed and more than a dozen were injured. And the suspect who was shot by police but didn't die, like they shot him to inca- incapacitate him, uh, he was arrested. Uh, he'd been planning the attack in the name of ISIS. So that happened. Well, there's that. So there's that. So this is very unfortunate. It's not, what's the word? This is very unfortunate, but this this shouldn't mean that Agent 45 like just starts running his mouth like he did because of the situation. He went on Twitter and like he always does. Yes. Shannon, do you vote to ban the president from Twitter or is that just us? <laughs> well, I think, yeah, he should definitely get rid of his Twitter. It's kind of embarrassing, but well, I can't vote, so I don't really have a lot to say about that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just take his Twitter fingers away. Yeah. Just, someone else should run it. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway. Uh, second topic. We actually wanted to get your perspective on this because we talked about it for like two weeks, two, three weeks. Um, so there are now more and more people who are coming forward and saying they've been sexually assaulted. Most recently, someone, a boy or a man now, said that Kevin Spacey sexually assaulted him. Who Kevin Spacey is... House of Cards. Mm-hmm. He is. Oh gosh, he's in a lot of things. Isn't he in um, Pay It Forward? Yes, he's in American Beauty. I think he's in a. He's in a lot of things. But he's in Age of Ultron. He's in Age. He's Ultron. Yeah, he's he's a great actor. He's in Baby Driver. He's in Baby he is, Driver. That's what it was. That was a fantastic movie. So good. Um. Yeah, he was the guy in Baby. Man, this is making me mad. He's even in Call of Duty. He's in Call of Duty. Uh, what the heck? So a man came forward and, and accused him of sexually assaulting him. So Kevin Spacey's decision was to take that and his apology, quote on air quotes, because you can't see what I'm doing. His apology was, if that happened 30 years, it would, it would have been 30 years ago, mm-hmm. and I apologize for that situation. I don't remember, mm-hmm. etc. Um, I've had, my, and literally, not even joking. He says, I've had experiences with men and women, and ultimately, I'm confused in who I am as a gay man. So he takes that time to out himself as a gay man. Okay. However, 
he he uses the the platform that that guy said. It was like, hey, you sexually assaulted me. I'm sorry about that. I'm gay and I need help. Like that's not. What do you think, Shannon? We'll get you first. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because like it's such a sensitive topic, and like those kind of things should never just be like shoved under the rug. I don't mm-hmm. think. Like you always have to take that kind of thing seriously. Um, whenever like a victim comes forward or whatever so in that sense I think it's a little bit messed up but also I'm sure that he's probably struggling as well if that's true like he's confused and I mean I don't know what he's been through in his life so I can't say that he shouldn't have said that because it's probably true but (laughs) oh I don't even know it's just that's really hard it sucks for both people, I think. Wayne? Look, <laughs> Kevin Spacey's my dude. <laughs> he's I mean, a fantastic he's actor. one of my favorite actors of uh-huh. all time. Uh-huh. And so when I when I saw it at first, I was like, man, what? Why? That's uh-huh. I was like, why? Cuz I don't I don't know. I can't I can't really put it into words. I'm just You know the term like not all good things must come to an end. Uh-huh. I feel like it's not the end for him, but this is not good. All good things <laughs> have something bad <laughs> on them. All good things have a bad in them or quality yeah. bad in them. And I'm not saying that him being gay is bad. That's not that's his choice, whatever he wants to do. But I'm just saying like there's always something. Like it's too good to be true. Like I thought Kevin Spacey was like the greatest. Yeah. He could do no wrong because uh-huh. he's such an amazing actor. And then this happens and I'm like okay it was too good to be true but I mean he he's still amazing in my book mm-hmm. and I hope he goes out and he gets help and I hope that he sincerely apologizes to whoever came out and said this I remember the person who said it I just forgot their name off the top of my head um, but now this is you have both Weinsteins Kevin Spacey Brett Ratner was accused Brett Ratner directed like the old X-Men movies like, Brett Ratner was, like, a popular person. Apparently, he's, like, super chauvinistic. Wait, the good ones? The old ones with, like, when you first saw Wolverine, uh, like, back in the 2000s. Oh, okay. I don't think I saw any of those. Um, Dustin Hoffman has been accused now, who is Rain Man, who is... The, that, the list is ridiculous for Dustin Hoffman. That name sounds familiar. So, we, we said this, like, a couple weeks ago, Shannon... Uh, but we, we want to get your perspective because we're male. Mm-hmm. You know, our perspective only goes so far. When these, when these situations started happening, especially a couple of weeks ago when these women were coming forward, um, do, you think that, do you think that women coming forward now, do you think people will pay less attention to them because they've waited so long to say something? Or do you like? Do you think that they'll wait twenty years to say something because they're in Hollywood? And so in Hollywood, is you if that like, oh that person did something. Well, do you want to work in this business? Then you need to learn yeah. like the unsaid rules. Go ahead and I don't know if it's it's necessarily because it's Hollywood. I mean, I'm sad to say that I've seen this kind of thing happen, kind of like in my personal life, and I think people. Um, wait to come forward just because it's hard like Mm -hmm. it takes a very brave person to 
to say that something like that happened. So I think once one person comes forward, it gives other people the opportunity to feel like it's safe for them to say something too. So I don't think it's necessarily because it's Hollywood. I think that happens in any Mm -hmm. of these like unfortunate situations. Um, But I mean, yeah, I think it's probably difficult because it's such a, everybody's eyes are on Hollywood and um, they want to have those careers and stuff like that. So it's probably harder because they are fearing that they're going to lose everything that they've worked towards because these men are like so powerful in the industry. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's brave of them to say something Mm -hmm. and shed light on the situation because I don't think that's done enough. So follow up one more question. Do you think that, uh, because when in the Harvey Weinstein situation, uh, who was it? It was Gwyneth Paltrow, and it was... Uh, was it Angelina Jolie? Angelina Jolie said something uh, after this other lady had spoken. Do you think if they, because it's not like we're... We're not blaming them, obviously, because it's you yeah. can't have that situation. That's a horrible situation. Do you think it's a situation where if they come out and say that stuff before the lesser known person does it, will more come out because they said something first versus someone who's not, you know, someone who's not Angel- Angelina Jolie at that time yeah. says something, then people take it as, okay, okay. But then as soon as, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, they're like, oh, hold on. She's, you know, mm-hmm. there, yeah. there are stigmas between, you know, who's yeah, important yeah. and who's popular. What I do you think, think about so. that? I think so. I think that's probably a thing um, just because of who they are. People pay attention more to people who have a voice. So I think, yeah, I mean, it would make sense that that would be the case as much as that sucks for whoever else mm-hmm. would have come forward. Yeah, but, honestly. Um, either way... Whoever comes forward and sheds light to it protects other people from that happening to them. So either way, it's a good thing. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's going to, we're going to stop before our news because we keep, they keep reporting bad stuff in the news, but (laughs) the news, like the news is all bad, (laughs) honestly, now. Whenever North Korea kills us, whenever with those, whatever happened, (laughs) it's just bad. I'll be here doing the podcast. Yeah, for real. Just chilling. So now we're going to introduce our guest. Your name is what again? Remind Shannon Bates. Shannon Bates. That's right. Now, Shannon, won't you tell the people what you did recently? Um, well, I am a singer. I sing in a duo with my sister, and um, we were on the season eleven, season eleven of The Voice, um, which was last fall. Which is twenty sixteen, correct? Yeah. Woo! Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So we have some surprise questions for you. Oh, we're great. gonna put you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> No, it's not that bad. We're going to put you on the spot and ask you a question. Okay. So first question is, how did you get on The Voice? And then explain, like, what the experience was. Um, so we did an audition when the show came to Houston. Um, we had when a, did they come to Houston? It was January of mm-hmm. 2016. I remember when everyone was making a big fuss about that. Yeah, so we did um, an audition and then... You have to like wait for a call back. So uh-huh. we waited for like three months and they finally called us back. Do they not tell you anything either? No. You, per- you, you do you a just, performance and then you just wait. Yeah. Then you Jeez. just leave and you're <laughs> like, okay. So when you get that call, it's, 
it's the best feeling in the world. Uh-huh. Um, so we got the call and then they flew us out to LA for an executive audition in front of like the producers and stuff. So we did that. And then um, it was like American Idol style where they like put you in two separate rooms and they're like one room made it and one room didn't. Mm. And you're like (laughs) freaking out. You're like looking at everyone in the room like, are they good? I don't know. Did they bring you in front of the same producers or Um, are there different groups that listen to different people? No, everybody performs for the same people. For the same people. Mm. So we did that and we made it um, to the blind auditions. So we had to wait a couple more months and we went back out to LA and did our blind audition. That's Which awesome. is like the one that's in front of the like mm-hmm. celebrities. <laughs> Are you imagining yourself in a blind audition? Yeah, I'm just. It'd have been terrible. <laughs> Adam Levine, I got you. <laughs> so now that I mean, have you watched any of this year's or any of the seasons? The Voice. Oh man, no. Okay. It's too sad. Not because I'm sad that I'm not on it. I just like. I miss all the people. Mm-hmm. It was just so much fun. Like we made so many great friends, and I was. So who did you I get to meet out there? Um, like celebrity wise, or just like. Well, on the show involved with like The Voice. Um. Well, just all the contestants. Um. You're going through it together, so you kind of just like become really close because we together. were out there for two months in total. So. Um, you're just like stuck at a hotel with all these people for <laughs> a long time. So you kind of have to become friends. Um, and then on our season, the coaches were um, Blake and Adam, who have been on it from the beginning. Forever, yeah. And then Miley Cyrus and Alicia Keys. And they were awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yo. See, this year, but see, this year, I would have loved to see you guys on this year because. Uh, my, my Jennifer Hudson because Hudson's on this. I year. don't like her. You don't. No. <laughs> I would. Take a ten minute call. <laughs> you don't like I I would so much rather. I have so much more respect for Alicia Keys. Ooh. You know, that, I can I can feel that. I, can, I mean, she's I like the OG. Yeah, she. I mean, wow. the fact that she doesn't wear makeup is just one thing. That's just That's ridiculous. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a freaking angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's wow. just so humble. And I don't really get that vibe from Jennifer Hudson. Okay. Okay. And I love like how. But you still. So it's just like a per, like a characteristic or character trait. Like you still. Like yeah. Music. And no. Oh, no. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think she's <laughs> really <laughs> talented. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna like say she's not because she's amazing. Cause she's, yeah, because she is. But I'm yeah, I'm just not a fan. I don't Shots know. Fired. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jennifer, if That's you're like listening. The, the second person, I'm like, they're like, eh, on Jennifer Hudson, because I like Jennifer Hudson. I I think to what you said, I think Alicia Keys is in another category. Yes, absolutely. Like music wise, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still like Jennifer Hudson. But yeah, Alicia Keys is like. She's yeah, another level. That's crazy. Whew. So did you enjoy your experience? Yeah, it was. We had a lot of fun. It was really hard. Like I would be lying if I said it wasn't hard. Mm-hmm. Just because it's competition. To get from your life and go. Yeah, and, and then you you just want it so bad. I mean, it's like it's everything you've ever really worked for. Mm. You and in your mind, you start to feel like, oh, I like have to do this. Like this is the only thing, but mm-hmm. it's not. But um, yeah, it's hard to. To just be like realistic about it when you're like in this world where you just get up in the morning, they do your makeup and give mm-hmm. you food and do your hair, and then you go sing. It's like, That's oh, crazy. I could, I could live this life. <laughs> <laughs> so, do I like you want? This. Do, you, do you ever wish for you and your sister to go back? 
if you ever got um, a chance to? Or is it like a, I understand what that world is now, and I, I get the picture, and I kind of want to do it on my own? Or, or what? Um, I think the experience made me realize that I'm capable of more than I thought that I was. Mm. Um, because... You know, like your parents always tell you, like, "Oh, you're so good." Like they tell you because they're your My parents. Son's the best thing yeah, in the world. like, and and you kind <laughs> of, yeah, exactly. And everyone's like, "Uh." <laughs> um, so you kind of just think, like, "Oh, my parents have told me I'm great, but am I really?" And so to have that experience and know from people of that like level mm -hmm. that they believe in you. I mean, it's hard to not believe in yourself after that kind of thing. So I think in that way, like it gave me like another, a new like drive and passion to want to pursue it even more. Awesome. Um, but I don't necessarily think I would do exactly the voice again. That's awesome. Yeah. Question number two is a two part question. Okay. So oh the gosh. first part, look, <laughs> don't go. Oh I gosh, me. You wrote them. <laughs> <so. laughs> <laughs> When was the moment you wanted to chase music? It's um, a hard question. I don't think I've ever wanted to do anything else. I can't really think of a time where I was like, this is what I want. When I was little, um, my sister and I, like one of our favorite movies was Sister Act 2. Yeah. And me, I'm I, Lauren Hill all the way. If I could have yes. anyone's voice in the world, it would be hers. I, it's funny because that's another one of the questions, but you answered it. But go ahead. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oops, sorry. No, you're fine. Um, Miseducation? Oh, this is my jam. Yes. <laughs> I can I'm listen sorry, continue. to that I every love day. That. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Sister Oh, Act oh, oh, yeah. I just remember like seeing her and being like, she's awesome. I want to sing. Like, mm -hmm. kind of just being a little bit influenced by her but there was never really like a specific moment where because i've just been singing my whole life so mm -hmm. wow awesome what's part two Wayne? part two well who was the first singer you gravitated toward <laughs> lauren hill lauren hill <laughs> I, I think i have my mom to thank for that because she was always playing her in our house mm. when's the first time you here's a here's an offshoot of that question When's the first time you, you listened to Lauren Hill versus like actually understood what she was saying? Do you remember how old you were when you were like, oh, wow, she's actually saying like some really deep, interesting yeah. things? Um, I was probably like early teenager. Okay. Yeah. When it went from just listening to Lauren Hill to yeah. like listening mm -hmm. to yeah. Lauren Yeah, and then I would ask my mom, like, is she a Christian? Because, like, I could hear some of the mm -hmm. stuff she was referencing, and my mom's like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> she's not. That's good. Yeah. Uh, question number three, what is next for Shannon Bates? What's next for you? Um, that's a good question. Um, just trying to learn how to write and um, get some original music hopefully soon. Um, I actually just got a job singing at um, a restaurant in the evenings. Nice. So just taking more steps towards full-time music is kind of like what I'm trying to do. So That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Last question is for you. Your favorite artist, which you've probably already answered that, is it Lauren Hill? Maybe, so is it, yeah. who's your, fav your favorite artist that I you can go remember. to, like, oh. their catalog of songs? You can just, oh, and you like just pick any. Them. 
any song? Hmm. It's too it's hard. hard. I can't. I can never answer this question. <laughs> um, I'll give you like one of my top three. Okay. Um, Corinne Bailey Ray. Ooh. She's um from the UK. Mm-hmm. She's and very good. Yeah, she kind of has like a jazzy like sound. She's not like super poppy or anything. Okay. Um, but I love just like the way she writes and her music is really chill. Like I like stuff that's easily easy listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and she's just an incredible musician. She's so. I just like I'm obsessed with her. She plays electric guitar at her shows, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "You're the coolest girl yeah, ever." <laughs> yeah, she's got talent. Don't watch but her yes. videos; you'll fall in love with her. <laughs> Wayne, <laughs> what's on YouTube now? <laughs> watching YouTube now. Yeah, she's awesome. And okay, what is your favorite? This is an interesting question. I thought of. I think it's a good question, not to toot my own horn, but good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> what is your favorite CD that you can listen to like all the way through? Like there are certain where, CDs yeah. and albums that where you can Where you just, like all the songs. Yeah, where you can pick out. Or I'm like, I like songs one to eight. I'm not too crazy about nine mm-hmm. and ten. But then 11 to 13, you know what I'm saying? What is your one album that you can be like all the way through? I can mm. like put it on repeat. I wow. think the first one that comes to mind is yes, maybe um, John Mayer Battle Studies. Ooh, girl. It's a good one. That's my answer. Is it? There's a fist bump right yes. there. That's my answer. Oh, sorry. Battle studies. Yeah. That's I mean, everything from, oh gosh. That's gravity, slow dancing in the burning room, yeah. dreaming with a broken All heart. All the good stuff. Oh gosh. I saw him live when he came, when he when was he touring came. for that album. Mm-hmm. So good. I hear such good things about his concerts. Yeah. That's a really good album. I think mine would be, my second choice would be... Uh, it would be Coldplay's, not the one they just released, which is Adventure of a Lifetime, whatever. Mm-hmm. The one before that, that had Paradise on it. Oh. Uh, and Every Teardrop is a Waterfall and Up in Flames. Is that? I don't even know. That's one of the songs on there. But their know. last one, yeah. that was that for me. Because I love Coldplay, but they had a few albums where I was just like, I like some and not. And it was that one. Yeah. That I listened to all the way through. I was like, I love this entire yeah. album. That and uh, what you said, John Mayer's album. Yeah. That's really hard. Wayne. This is going to surprise you. It's not Paramore. Okay, good. Wayne likes Paramore. Oh, I love, I love, I love Paramore. Paramore. I, I, I can't get enough of Paramore. But like he's like like healthy, unhealthy obsession with <laughs> Paramore. No, it's healthy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, would your, what would your album be? My album would be Home of the Strange by Young the Giant. You do yeah. you did tell me about Young the Giant. Yeah. I need to listen to them. I could listen to that album forever. What's it ever. called? It's called Home of the Strange. Home of the Strange. I'm going to listen to that on the way back and see if it's, I can dig it. It's fantastic. Home of the Strange. Yes. Is it more like easy what would you compare Young the Giant to? I would compare Young the Giant to Young the Giant. <laughs> they are their own sound. Fair enough. Fair enough answer. I like that yeah. answer. Yeah. That Shannon, where answer. can the people find you if they want to follow you on social media or anything? Um, I'm on Instagram. Shannon May Bates, and then my sister and I have a um, music Instagram. It's Whitney, the letter N, Shannon. So there you go. Yeah, there's snapshot. A voice contestant number, whatever number you were. <laughs> you're oh opinion. man, yeah, I don't even know. Something, something. Shannon Bates. <laughs> if you want to follow us, what are we at on Twitter, Wayne? We are ent underscore exchange. That's right. Where do they follow us on Facebook? 
entertainment exchange. That's right. And now we're going to get into some news that's very, very interesting. Muy interesante. You got the first topic. Okay. Via Washington Post. <laughs> By the way, this is going to make you mad while you read it. I it probably watch your is. Face. Okay. John F. Kelly, chief of staff of the White House, was the guest on Laura Ingram's new show on Fox News. During the interview, he provided an outline of the Civil War that depicted Robert E. Lee as an honorable man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly went on to say, Lee gave up much to fight for his state, proving his loyalty to his state over his country. Now it's different today, but the lack of an ability to compromise led to the Civil War, and men and women of good faith on both sides made their stand. Needless to say, people, specifically historians, were dumbfounded. Historians, people, and Wayne <laughs> and Webb. And Wayne Webb. So what happened was, he, he, audience, this is what happened. He went on Fox News and he said, <clears throat> excuse me, he went on Fox News and he said, uh, Robert E. Lee was a great man, honorable man, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, when uh, Laura Ingram brought up uh, one specific uh, incident where they took down like Robert E. Lee's statue. And so then his response, believe it or not, his response was, um, Robert E. Lee gave up a lot, and he gave up a lot to fight for his state, which back then, because it was split in you know, the Civil War, they were split, that was more, impo- more important than the country because the states were fighting each other. So he gave up what he needed for his, for his state. The, the reason the Civil War happened is because they couldn't compromise. That's why the Civil War happened. That was his statement. And so the people who were historians were like, so they couldn't compromise because slavery. Like <laughs> slavery happened. Mm-hmm. That's why they <laughs> it was really sad, but it's like it's funny, but it's really sad. Because they were they were like dissecting his his speech and what he was talking about. And this lady was saying, like, it's kind of scary because it's he's talking with the we should have won like mentality. And there she was like that like how he spoke about Robert E. Lee and how he spoke about the uh the fact that the North ruined things for the South. It was like how he carried his words is very like, like Jim Crow-esque when you think of like, oh, y'all couldn't get along. That's the only reason why the Civil War happened. People died because you couldn't get along. They couldn't get along because slavery was a bad thing. And yeah. people decided, you know, to end it. Shannon, you get to start. So my question is, <laughs> oh, <no>. my question <laughs> is, when things like this happen, which, which is... To me, it makes it worse because he's the chief of staff at the White House. So that's just like, yeesh. When things like this happen, do you think it's that person's fault? Do you think it's their parents' fault? Or do you think it's like the school's fault? Like they're not learning, you know, Hmm. they're not learning what actually happened. They're learning what they've been taught. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. You know what? I'll come to you second. Okay, Wait. yeah, thank you. Okay. Do you think this is his fault? Do you think it's... Because there, there, are, there are circumstances where parents teach you right, and you go off on your own, and you do what you yeah. want to do. There are also situations of parents being in that civil rights era and not being on that side and just be like, you're never... I don't want you to hold hands with... And You know what I'm saying? Being that way. Yeah. And then there's, well, I was taught in school that this is this and this is that. What do you, is you think it's a mixture? You think it's one, two, or three? What do you think? I think it's a mixture, and because, and I'll say this: I think there is 
some level of immaturity that goes along with it. And that's just Explain. my opinion. Because me, I'm not saying I'm like the most mature person on the planet. No, but you're not. I'm not. Yeah, you can <laughs> check my resume. I am not the most. <laughs> um, but for me, uh, growing up as a black person, I mean, I never really ran into those kind of things. Uh-huh. And I think it's because the people that I hung around were raised similar to me. Okay. Even the even the white people that I hung around, uh-huh. you know, they weren't going off and saying, "Oh, black people are stupid." Mm-hmm. You know, they were raised. They they respected. With more they respected every race. Mm-hmm. And I think they were brought up the same way I was brought up, even though they're white and I'm black. Mm-hmm. I think there's a level of immaturity that goes along with this. Who are you to say that just because my color is not the same as your color that I am less than you? Mm-hmm. And it's not for you to it's not for you to tell me that we're all humans. We're all human beings. We're all on the same planet. We're here for one purpose. Okay. And some people understand that purpose, some people don't. But for me or for him to go off and say that Robert E. Lee was an honorable man and that to give I'm I'm just going off what you said. Yeah. I didn't see the interview. If I were you internet, take a watch the interview. It's really shocking. I think it I think <laughs> it, it really goes, is. I, I think it goes back to parenting. They probably, you know, raised him a certain way. And immaturity, some le- I'm not saying they're like super immature, but there's got to be a level of that somewhere mm-hmm. in there. And I don't know. This is, and, and to say that I didn't expect this would be. Mm. Talk about I it. I don't know. I really honestly expected Talk everyone who's it. in the White House right now to say something like this. <laughs> Talk Every about it. Every single person, even if you're visiting the White House. And you're just like, oh, I'm here for the pictures. I expect you to come out and say something like this. Because me, for the next four years, even though I've never been, I know for a fact I'm not going. No matter what. I don't even care if I do something so honorable. And they're like, yo, dude, the president wants to meet you. Psych. I'm not meeting you. I'm not stepping foot in that house. So that's that's just Tell me. us how you really feel. I will tell you how I really feel. I think I already told you how I really feel. That's That's really interesting. Yeah, that's that's my two cents. That's a good. That's an interesting point. You said you're not surprised. I'm not, honestly. I don't think I am either. I'm more shocked, shocked and appalled. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I think I'm more shocked at the fact that he said that with, without like hesit, not without hesit, not technically hesitation, but Mm -hmm. he said that as if it were like, as everyone knows it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Hmm. Like when people like when people make these statements, like with confidence, when they make these statements, and I'm like, that doesn't surprise me that that mindset still exists. That doesn't surprise me. However, it's the it's the audacity, yeah, to go on live TV and be like, yeah, this is you know this et cetera. And I'm like, like it, it's one thing to be like that at your house, which is yours, and like there are people like that all over this country. But for you to be the chief of the White House staff, and for you to be up in front of national TV. Yeah, the Civil War didn't work because we couldn't compromise. Slavery. Like, <laughs> slavery is a problem, sir. They couldn't compromise. Stuff like that. I'm just yeah. like, wow. Like, you're really that bold in just being wrong. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> what do you think, Shannon? Oh, man, it's hard. I don't know. I haven't seen it. So it's it's really hard. But I have, I, I just feel like the media has a way of, of twisting things because that is true. the general consensus is that people don't like Trump, but 
he did get voted in. Mm-hmm. So people had to vote for him. Mm-hmm. And I think the media just like is consistently like feeding it to everyone that like all the stupid things he says and the stupid things he does and kind of just twisting all these things to make it look like way worse than it is. And so I don't even really necessarily know, like since I haven't watched it, I can't say either way, like what I really think, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't really trust the media. Honestly, that's a good answer. I like that answer. I don't know. So our next point. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. This is this is a funny. Yeah, because what if he wasn't even really like talking about slavery? This is a good point. That is a good point. You know so what? I, I I'm gonna <laughs> go back. I'm gonna. It's too late. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna go. I'm not taking back what I said. You're wrong. I yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and watch this. Go, yeah, go back yeah, and watch yeah. it. I need that's to I too. both of you and yes. internet, if you're listening, go back and watch this clip, and then be able to make a decision. That's why I said what I said because I saw this and I was like. Because huh? I just don't think okay. anyone in their right mind would like say that. Exactly. You know, I mean, like that's not <laughs> in a their thing. Right mind. Like, yeah. people aren't gonna be like, "Oh, we couldn't compromise on slavery." You know, like that's duh. Like that should have been <laughs> exactly. gone. In but, your right mind. So I just don't like. Maybe he wasn't even. Maybe he was referencing <laughs> that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it's hard. Well, next topic. This was interesting. I learned about this. Uh, Halloween evening, which is yesterday, but this will go up a week later, so it'll be a while ago. Um, there is SWAT officers shot and killed a parent who took a teacher hostage for a seven-hour standoff. Exactly. So took the teacher hostage. So the, the parent comes in, and uh, from teacher eyewitnesses, they were like, this parent is, was beyond angry, more than I've ever seen. And the parent just took a teacher hostage. And it lasted seven hours, and the Whoa. police and SWAT ended up shooting him. Where was this? Why, why was the parent there? Wait, no one knows. Wait, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. This was in... So I'm it wasn't a kidnapping. No, 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 no. It was a... The the teacher... Maybe it was, was it like a parent-teacher conference or something like that that wasn't at school? Father storms school and holds first-grade teacher hostage for hours before he's fatally shot by police. This was in Riverside, California. Parent who barricaded himself in a classroom with a 70-year-old teacher for seven hours. So it was at school? This is at school. Oh. It was like during school. So like they, they went on a lockdown. They sent all the kids oh, home wow. and all that stuff. And then happened. And they closed the school for the rest of the week. And then they're going to send like guidance counselors and stuff like that next week. But this happened during school hours. Jeez. So all the students were like in lunch. Okay, so okay, so they didn't have to like evacuate the class, no, out no, of the no, classroom. No. Man, this is crazy. So that happened. So this is unfortunate. I feel like America's about to hit rock bottom. <laughs> <I've> like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Huh? You've got the next. Yeah, it's crazy. You've got the next topic. Oh, um, <laughs> two women attempted to sail from Honolulu to to Tahiti, Tahiti, Tahiti. Oh, nice. Uh, they have been rescued after being stranded on their boat for five months. Five months? Yeah, five months. They set sail for Tahiti on May 3rd, suffered engine trouble a week into their voyage, and tried to contact other boats for 98 days straight. They were finally found last week. Or were they? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> This is where the story gets interesting. So they got found. 
And so the EMTs are trying to like help them and they're making, they're saying, oh, this happened, this happened. And like all of the, the people who work on boats and the people who are there like uh, helping them are like, this doesn't make any sense. Like your story does not make any sense. Oh. One of those things where they were like, we lost our equipment, et cetera. And there were sharks attacking us and or, or whatever, whatever. And the person's like, there are no sharks in that point at at that location mm-hmm. due to their <laughs> migrant, whatever. They knew, like, they were like, that's not right. And then they were like, well, we, we had, like, the locator thing on their boat, but they never turned it on because they were like, we were never in, like, serious danger. So, like, why wouldn't you turn that Yeah, on? so we can find you. and So it's like a bunch of things going on. They're like, <laughs> this is not adding so were they actually out there? So though, that's a, that's what they're months? trying to figure. That's what they're trying to figure out right now. Were they actually out there? Because they were there. They were there with pet two pet dogs. Were there? Did the the, the dogs survive? Dogs survived. Okay, so that's another question. Out, like, how much food did you have? Exactly. You lasted five months. <laughs> how big was the boat? Of, it's a oh. lot of question marks. People keep asking, but they're like in like intensive care, so they can't answer questions. But a lot of people are like, okay, yeah, hold on. We Maybe know you they're just going crazy because they were starving. They may be going on the water. Crazy. I don't know. Like, it's like, are you trying to get movie rights out of this? Yeah. <laughs> That's what people are saying. They're like, what's what's going on? So if I were you, Internet, keep a close eye on that story because something's going to break. And something's going to be like, oh, yeah, we actually went to shore. We never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be some crazy thing where it's going to be yeah. crazy. Last but not <laughs> least, the man, the legend himself, Chris Breezy. Woo, woo. Yeah. Right? Chris Breezy. Chris Brown released his last, or his last, I'm sorry, his latest (laughs) album entitled Heartbreak on a Full Moon with 45 songs. 45. Which is Quarenta y Cinco. That's 45. Quarenta. It will take you almost two hours and 40 minutes to listen to the whole album. So my question to you guys, and Shannon, you can answer first. Does that change, or will that change music for a little bit or will it stay the same music has changed from you know cds to streaming mm-hmm. you know no one has a no one well i can't say no one there are not many people that walk around with walkmans anymore and listen to cds and buy physical copies most people just buy streaming or stream it on spotify or buy it digitally through itunes or whatever so the question now is first of all Two hours and 40 minutes, that's a lot of gigs on my phone that that album is taking up. Yeah. So sorry, Chris, (laughs) but I'll probably have to stream that (laughs) because I can't take up my phone. So the question is, do you think that will change music for a little bit? Or do you think like someone, not even a little bit, do you think it'll change music going forward? That the fact that he was like, hey, Mm. I'm dropping a two hour and 45 minute project. No, I don't think he has that much. Do you think it's like an outlier? I don't think he has that much influence anymore. I think maybe, Ooh. maybe back in the day. She should be dying, Chris Brown. <laughs> well, I will always love Chris Brown, <laughs> and I will always listen to his music. But I don't. Yeah, I just, I think um, people like maybe the generation that's like younger than us. Uh huh. They don't really even listen to albums anymore. No. They just buy singles or mm-hmm. or stream singles. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think so. Not at all. Wayne. I know for a fact I'm not listening to this album. <laughs> oh, not, yes. I will be listening to it on the way home. <laughs> like, I don't have I, two hours and 45 <laughs> minutes to spare. I'll I, probably listen to a few. But, like, think about, I'm, like, yeah. music videos. Like, yeah. usually you'll make three, four for an album. 
Like Chris Brown at his height was making four probably. When when he had the Colin Trevorrow, whenever not Trevorrow, I'm sorry, Colin Tilly would make all their videos, everything from "Look at Me Now" to he'd make all those videos. Mm -hmm. If you have 45 songs, like is is that your entire album budget right there <laughs> into all? Because he's got everyone from like Day Loaf, uh, Yachty, he's got everyone on there. So I'm like, you gotta pay for the features, you gotta pay for the studio time, you gotta pay for the production, you gotta pay for the marketing, you gotta pay for album art you gotta pay for all that stuff what is left over if you're gonna do any music videos unless he's already done some then i don't know i will say this though for him to make 45 songs on an album he must have some creative juices flowing oh yeah for 45 songs there's no question chris brown is creative 45 I mean, songs usually though like whenever i know i don't know um how many it was but like when justin bieber was writing or he was getting songs for his album um the most purpose one? yeah i'm pretty sure he had like 200 something songs yeah. to choose and he whittles from. it down yeah oh, so they okay. always have like so so many songs so it's it kind of makes sense that he would have that many he probably just couldn't pick because he liked all of them mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> but still it's too many <laughs> Jeez. yeah 45. if i'm ever going on a long trip like to Dallas or something. Yeah, that's I'll true. just throw it on. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm listening to this, this. Someone wrote this funny review. Before today, there were 115 Chris Brown songs, and, and, he, and he made 45 <laughs> on an album. So they were like his songs jumped. He, there are 160 now, so it's a 30 percent increase <laughs> in one album. So, but didn't um. Justin Timberlake kind of do a similar thing when he came out with 2020, what, it was but he right? split yes. it in two. Mm -hmm. But still, the songs are so long. The songs are very like yeah. Yeah, Mirrors is what nine minute songs yeah. <laughs> like that. It is the yeah. Mirrors extended version is a nine minute, four minute intro to the song using just like strings. I could, I could drive to work and not even be halfway through and that not song. be yeah. done. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, did like was that an option for him to be like, hey, maybe I should split this into two twenty two. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because the way like yeah. the way music is now, there are only a handful of people that will listen to an eighteen track project a 15 track project even yeah. a 13 track project people listen to 11 9 to 11 because it's quick yeah because people yeah. It, people used to be able to listen to 22 songs in an album because people actually used to listen like listen listen to music music's changed where it's like if you give them nine if you give someone an ep of like seven to nine solid songs mm -hmm. you're gonna make a ton more Especially when now it's streaming, even though streaming, you don't you get point zero zero one cents or whatever it is. When you stream, if all your songs on a seven track project are all in the top twenty in streaming, you're getting that revenue plus album sales. Versus if you make an eighteen song project and you have two that are streaming and the rest are just, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm like, if, like if he decided he wanted both. He could have made 222 or like John Mayer. It released in the last album five tracks at a time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? What John Mayer did with, oh gosh, what was it Emoji the on a Wave or? The Search for Everything. The Search for Everything. Emoji was one of the songs. But yeah, The Search for Everything, he released four songs in like January, yeah. and March. He released in segments. I was like, Chris Brown, you just <laughs> dropped 45 yeah. songs on us. <laughs> Take it. I think. Um, <laughs> Uh, just back to Justin Bieber. Um, the Beeves. He did yeah. a while ago before Purpose. He did um, 
he was releasing like only singles mm-hmm. but i don't think that did very well um i don't know why but i guess maybe nobody cared but <laughs> which uh, is sad because if justin bieber is doing that stuff and no one cares he's right now well i wouldn't three years ago he was the top right now he's kind of near the top mm-hmm. in terms of like pop music like Kiara's closer to the top and what's the oh, girl yeah. who did uh who's Kiara you're old no I'm just kidding <laughs> um she's someone who's like uh like you know who Halsey is yeah kind of like Halsey okay. not as singy as Halsey she does a lot of pop stuff Halsey is near the top Halsey you know what I'm is near the top yeah it's it's no longer like Chris Brown Justin Bieber who's the guy that, uh like Trey Songs it's no longer their world anymore like, they've kind of just kind of, you know, so if mm-hmm. Justin yeah. Bieber can't do that and put out singles people likes, Chris Brown's probably like, crap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Last topic on the list, Wayne. Oh, Disney's 2019 Lion King finally, finally released their full cast list. Have you seen this, Shannon? No. Wait. They're making a real? Yes, they're making a live <gasps> action Lion King. Yeah. In 2019. I'm so happy So let me right tell you now. who's going to be on it. I Go loved ahead. the live. Donald Glover oh, is going to be Simba. Who's so Childish that? Gambino <gasps> is going to be Simba. Yeah. What? I wish you guys could see her face. Um, Nala is going to be Beyonce. Uh. The queen. Oh, hold on. Let's, <laughs> you let's like go Beyonce? back to that. Whoa. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not a be- Okay. Beyonce, apart from the beehive. Mm-hmm. Do you like her? Wow. This is taking a long time to respond. I'm scared. <laughs> Yo, Beyonce is the queen. My oh, bosses don't like Beyonce either. No, I think she's also like Jennifer Hudson, one okay. of the most talented people mm-hmm. ever. You don't but like that I ego? Just, past the ego? You got to get past all that stuff? I think I, um, yeah, I think it's just everybody's obsessed with her, so mm-hmm. I don't want to be obsessed See, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not on the Beyonce train, but I don't tell people that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I know. I, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Justin, catch me outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I made like the SNL skit about it. It was funny, but I'm like, that's actually like people will beat you up. Like, but I'm hey, not Ryan, just going to like turn on Beyonce. Wait, I'm in the same boat. You I know, wouldn't, like, like if it comes on, I know the songs and I will sing them. Okay. You know but I'm, I'm yeah. not going to like, oh, I feel like this. Like, hey, Lemonade came out. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. I mean, yeah. I didn't listen yeah. to Lemonade, but I just, you know I just love Beyonce. I'd so rather Beyonce's, Adele. That was just so funny. Your face is like, Donald Glover. Oh, Beyonce. <laughs> okay, cool. Beyonce is going to be Nala. The guy who was the voice of Mufasa is going to be Mufasa again. Oh, wow. Bet. Uh, you know who Alfred Woodard is? Uh, what is she in? Have you seen Luke Cage? Mm-mm. Okay. Do you know who John Oliver is? Do you nope. know who Seth Rogen is? Yes. He's going to be Pumbaa. Oh, Pumbaa. cool. Uh, there's a lot of young. <laughs> Key from Key and Peele is going to be one of the uh Oh, hyenas. my goodness. <laughs> it's, the cast list is disgusting. More importantly, <laughs> it's like 80% black. Yes. That's a oh, good wow. thing. So well, like, it is an African movie, so... Exactly, I mean, so you got to get it right. Rightly so. Um, <laughs> like, the guy who plays Zazu is white, and Seth Rogen's white, and Pumbaa's white. That's the okay. only three that they've listed so far. Oh, the rest of people so are black. Oh, that's so exciting. I love the... Um, Have you seen... Oh, you haven't seen Parks and Rec. Billy Eichner. The guy who does Billy on the street. Oh, okay, yeah, He's yeah. going to be Timon. He'd be perfect for that. But go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Oh, I love the... Um, 
like the real Cinderella that they did not that long ago. I loved uh, that. Yeah. And yeah. the Beauty and the Beast was good, so I'm excited. Beauty and the Beast was earlier this year. Gee loved that movie. He did. I thought it was good. I wasn't like a big like, oh my gosh. I preferred Cinderella. I think it was better. Who was who was starred as Cinderella? Um she's a British actress. I don't know her name, but she was in Downton Abbey. Okay. Um blonde girl. She was in the girl from Baby Driver. Oh, she was? Yeah. She's oh, I gotta go back yeah. and watch that then. Yeah. <laughs> she was good in Baby Driver. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's coming in twenty nineteen. So they're they're actually like Disney is redoing a lot of their old stuff and making it live. Like I'm really there's gonna happy be an Aladdin King or Aladdin King. Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin is coming. Yes, what is that? Lion King is coming. Little Mermaid is coming. All of these like old traditional That's ones. That's exciting. Little as Mermaid. As long as they do it right. Oh my goodness. As long as they cast people the way they should be cast. Yeah. I do not want to see Matt Damon as the star <laughs> of Aladdin. Get someone from the Eastern descent who looks. Yeah. They you should get that guy from Lion. Dev Patel. That Indian guy. Yeah, he's really good. He's really Apparently good. Apparently he wanted to, but they got, they got uh, we said it, Men in Musad, some, some random non-known Indian person. He looks he looks apart. Oh, cool. So I think they're going to be fine. As long as you do that. Don't give me, don't give me uh, Samuel Jackson <laughs> and tell me that's like King Trident or King, whatever uh, Ariel's father is in The Little Mermaid. Don't do that. Last but not least, it is time for the exchange. The exchange. <laughs> I like I that the, jingle. The pause. So the exchange, like Shannon and audience, it's where the audience, people who listen, they send us questions and we'll talk about it on air live. The question can be funny, silly, goofy, serious, whatever you send us, we'll talk about it. So, for example, a couple weeks ago, Brett was our guest and one of the questions was the gun debate. So it can be simple, it can be serious. So today's question is from Will in New Jersey. So shout out to you, Will. Will. The question is, when is it appropriate to listen to Christmas music? <laughs> Always, Will. Psych. <laughs> 365. <laughs> 24-7. 52 so, weeks a year. Wayne, when is it appropriate to listen to Christmas music? I don't think you're going to like my answer. Okay, we're going to go to Shannon first. <laughs> when is it appropriate to listen to Christmas music? In my house, it is only appropriate on Thanksgiving. Well, after everything's over. Right after you clean up the yes, place. Yes, it's done. You're stuffed. You, hit you turn on the music. Or, okay. Yeah. You hit that. Oh. I just like to savor it. I like to be excited about it. And if I listen to it too early, then I'm just annoyed by the time Christmas rolls around. And I'm just annoyed. <laughs> and I don't want to be annoyed. I love Michael Bublé. <laughs> That's a good point. Wayne, what you got to say? You if ready? you say December 24th, I'm going to punch you. No, nah, not December 24th. December 23rd. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't really start listening to Christmas. Well, okay. I will hear Christmas music because my mom will play Christmas music. Mm -hmm. My brother will play Christmas music. My whole family will play Christmas music. So I'm just like, okay, I get it. It's for that time me, of the year. I don't start actually looking for Christmas music on my phone until probably like a couple weeks before Christmas. Really? Yeah. And I always play pentatonics. That's it. Uh, yeah, there's that's all I got. Good. That's that's fair. But They're it's good. not <laughs> like you're not like walking around and hearing it everywhere you go anyway. So Yeah, I, I mean I'm gonna hear Mariah Carey at church. They play it like every Sunday. Oh, are you gonna hear the Mariah Carey that went off P off key <gasps> and oh, no, Did no, no, you no, all no, see no. that? <laughs> yeah. 
Internet, oh, if you have not seen that clip, gosh. stop this right now and go watch it. It makes me sweat. Like, <laughs> it really, really gives me Which anxiety. The Last cringe. year or the year before? Last year was the worst There's thing I've two? ever seen. There's two? <laughs> yeah. So oh, what happened? Two man. years ago, she went off key. And oh, yeah. New Year's was, was one yeah, she meant. Yeah, I saw it. Last that. year, she was the I was same. watching it live, and I was... And I was like, this has to be a joke. I was like, like yeah, someone's yeah, gonna yeah. pop out and someone's gonna. I had, something. I was having a panic attack <laughs> watching. I felt so, so bad for her. I was like, just internet. Just, we're gonna break it down. What happened? She was, <laughs> like her her monitor on the stage was either not on or nothing was coming out of yeah, it. Yeah, didn't she say in the mic like her mic, turn on my yeah turn her me monitor wasn't something. on, which is the speaker in front of her on the stage that gives her feedback so she can know where she is. Mm-hmm. Her monitor was not on. And I believe her earpiece was not feeding her the music. So what happened was, one, Mariah Carey needs to stop trying to sing like it's 1990s Mariah Carey. She really does. So what happened was, she starts, and then she stops and just starts moving. Like, she doesn't even sing anymore. She's just moving around, looking at everyone, looking really angry. And I'm like, someone's fired, someone's fired, (laughs) someone's fired. To the point where she, like, she stops the song. The song is still going. The dancer is still dancing. She's just standing there, yeah. like, moving her shoulder, like, trying to do something. And you can tell in her face, like, she's fed up. Mm-hmm. She's like, she will probably never sing New Year's ever again. So, oh. that, you got to watch the clip. Internet, just watch it. I, I'm it's not even doing really it justice. It's really crazy. Because it, we, I was watching my wife, and I was saying, I'm like, this can't be real <laughs> yeah, right now this is this not has happening to be like a punk to like ashton kutcher come like it has to be a joke because i've seen mariah carey do a lot better and there's no way she's this bad right now and mariah carey like just was like i don't care anymore she's like halfway through the, through the song i don't care yeah didn't wasn't she like i'm done or something she's she, like walked on she yeah. just said like something crazy oh lord oh yeah so, so if it happened so last year was the second time it happened, right? Yeah. yeah. It's happened Why did they invite years? her it's back? Because they're like... Because it's Mariah Carey. Because they're like, one, it's Mariah Carey, and they still see the... <laughs> I can't do that, but they still see that Mariah she Carey when they book her. She can't even do that. She can't do that anymore. Yeah. And mine was off, off key by a lot. <laughs> she can't do that. Look, man. I <laughs> <laughs> like That's how low her voice is now, so it's like... Stop, stop, stop. Don't do All I Want for Christmas. Don't do that song Yeah, anymore. just sing a nice, Sing a Michael Bublé song. You can hit <laughs> yeah. his notes. Please. Jeez. I love you, Mariah, but... It's sad. Uh, well, so let me tell you why you guys are that. both wrong about Christmas music. Christmas music starts November 1. All day, or day. It's too early. So when I say Christmas music for me starts November 1, I will listen to two or three songs a day. I won't listen to Christmas songs all day long. I'll listen to a few. I'll listen to like the Peanuts, like instrumental Vince Guaraldi Christmas music, and then I'll move on. Or I'll listen to like, uh, like the soundtrack, like Polar Express one day, and then I'll move on. <laughs> I'll slowly like infuse it. So by the time uh, Thanksgiving hits, I'm Christmas 24-7. Granted, I'm also from the East Coast. It was cold already in October. It was That's snow true. on the ground in October already. So right after Halloween, it's beginning to look like a, a lot like Christmas was already on the already yeah. on the radio. Everyone's, oh, we got Thanksgiving. Doesn't matter. Right now, Chris, Frosty the Snowman is important. That stuff happens. That's true, So yeah. when I'm here and it's still like 77 <laughs> November 1, I'm like, 
uh, what 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 do I do? <laughs> I'm, it's broken here. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, you know, Christmas is November one. So, will to answer your question, it's appropriate when you think it's appropriate, or when your family think it's appropriate. Because if I told my family that, they think I was an idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, because I like like I like Christmas music a lot. Christmas time is my favorite time of year, easily my favorite time of year. Um, I just wish. Part of the reason why I listened to it earlier is I wish it was longer, probably. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's only like it's only twenty something days. The like guy used to go home and watch the twenty some the twenty five days of Christmas they used to be on like yeah. ABC Family. Doesn't matter how bad and how cheesy some of those Christmas movies are, mm-hmm. like those Hallmark ones. I can't. I would watch it because it was Christmas, and I'd like I'd make fun of it, and it <laughs> was like it was it was fun, but it's Christmas. Yeah. So I'm like, I need it now. Like IV, I need it's, Christmas. It's my Christmas, and now. I need it now. It's my Christmas, and I need it now. I almost listened to Josh Groban. I can't do that yet. I gotta save Josh Groban and Michael Bublé <laughs> for after Thanksgiving. Look so at there, you. Yeah. Look at you. There's some rules. So there, there are rules, but have fun with it. Listen to Christmas music two weeks prior to Christmas. You'll be all right. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is our episode. Shannon, we want to thank you for joining yeah. us this week. Thanks we'll for try to have me. you back at some point. So we can talk about Alicia Keys and Jennifer <laughs> Hudson. Ooh, that was hilarious. The battle. And the battle. And yeah. Mariah Carey. Because that was... Has, have they been on a song together, Alicia Keys and Jennifer Hudson? I have no idea. I don't think they've Not ever been on a song Not that I know together. of, no. We're going to get them together in a song and you're going to judge them. <laughs> gonna and, judge and Shannon's going to be in the I already know chair. who I'm going to pick. <laughs> it's going to hit the My chair. mind is already made up. No. Alicia, Alicia Keys could sing like one note. and I, She's the better one. <laughs> I would pay money to see you spin the chair. No. <laughs> Alicia, come on down. That'd be great. Thank you, guys. Oh, Thank you, audience, for listening in this week. Wayne, where can they find us on social media? On Twitter, we are ENT underscore exchange. Uh-huh. On Facebook, we are entertainment exchange. Shannon, where can they find you on Facebook and Twitter? Um, or Facebook. Instagram, No, it's fine. Facebook, Whitney and Shannon. And Instagram, Whitney and Shannon. That's right. Thank you for joining us this week. Next week, we're going to have another guest, and we're going to talk about something. Some stuff. Before we, before we end, though, let's address the elephant in the room. The Astros won. Yes. The World Series. They won the World Series. Ghost throws, man. Look, Woo. it's about time. 50, 56 <laughs> we'll, we'll years right of, of drought, ahead. and I just want to thank, I just wanna <laughs> thank everyone. Who, I want to thank Jose Altuve. I want to thank George Springer. I want to thank Carlos Correa. I want to thank I'm not thanking McCann. Yuri Guriel because that was racist. Uh, <laughs> he did. He, he tipped his hat to, to <laughs> Darvish, so I, I'll give him that, too. You know, I want to thank all the fans. I just want I want to thank God, first and foremost, you know, because without him. Did you care that him, the Astros, We're going to stop talking to Wayne. Did you <laughs> care that the Astros won, Shannon? Um, I'm not really into sports, but. Since my husband cared, I cared, I guess. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. I cheered for them. <laughs> I a was, great year for them to win. Yeah. I was in Just say that. As a, I, I, I talked to a friend of mine. I was like, listen, by God's miracle, they're going to win. After Hurricane Harvey, it's like it happens every single year. The Boston Marathon bombings. Yeah. The Patriots win. Like it, it, that stuff happens. Yeah. So after Hurricane Harvey, I'm like, listen. I should have went past Mattress Mac and got myself a mattress. Didn't the New for York free. team win after 9-11 or the, something? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they won, oh. but it was they won a game right after 9-11. Oh, okay. Uh, the Yankees won a game right after 9-11, and then uh, Boston won 
the Red Sox won and the and the Patriots won right after the right after the Boston Marathon bombings. Like stuff like that happens. Yeah. Where it's like, listen, they're gonna band together and they're gonna win, and I'm I'm okay with that, and I'm fine with that. More power winning. to because people here are happy, and maybe they'll be nice to each other. Okay, <laughs> I'm from the East Coast, so I don't care. My Phillies are trash right now, so I'm like, that's eh. your team. That's my team. My team's the Astros. Okay. The only Houston Moving team I'll cheer for. <laughs> yeah, literally. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Sign off, Wayne. Sign off for now. It's your boy Wayne, the hat trick, Wizzy Webb. This has been Entertainment Exchange. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Yes, sir.